God, transform us today by your power, by the renewing of our minds, to turn from the meager elements of this world now unto the Word of God. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. This is the most common scripture that we all know too well. But it is a fundamental scripture when we consider and understand what is Calvary purpose. We should ask ourselves the most meaningful of all questions. Like, to what purpose did God from the genesis of his mind conceive a plan that would ultimately lead to the end of his own son if there is to exist those who walk without a stain on their canvas? The program of God would be void and without purpose. You see, the program of God has always centered around the redeeming of the fallen man. It is we humans who created a sin chart and allocated what the blood can't and can redeem. Naturally, you cannot take the weakest strain of a virus and from that create a vaccine the percentage of effectiveness would be extremely low. Likewise, God, as he was constructing the perfect cure in Christ, his mind cannot only have been thinking about the little boy lying to his mother about stealing sugar. He also had to be thinking about the man with murder on his hands and more. More here being the key word, because the cure cannot be affected by a definition of worse, otherwise it ceases to be a perfect cure. The blood of Jesus Christ has never shirked at the crimes of the human being. So absolute is the blanket invitation that God had to make sure that the sequence of generations would speak of a Christ carried in the womb with genealogical heritage of murder, adultery, prostitution, and more. Remember, this is the perfect cure. So don't get caught in a mind that you must present yourself before him as holy and without sin. That is impossible for one who has not yet believed on Calvary. You are expected to come with all your faults and the deepest shame and all of the regrets. I call it white canvas syndrome. It's a defect that can be built into children, especially those who grow up with a protected heritage around their Christian upbringing. They can shy away from the truth that they make mistakes, they make screw-ups, and ultimately what it leads is, is a falsification of a Christian life that has not yet been redeemed because this person has absolved themselves from the need of being redeemed by Christ. So their canvas looks pure white. By all appearances, it looks like they have never made a single mistake in their lives. But this is simply the product of a person who has a bucket of paint and a paintbrush to simply keep painting over their mistakes. But the purpose of Calvary has never been to paint over mistakes. The purpose of Calvary has never been simply to apply a brush of white ink over your sins. The purpose of Calvary is for a complete and utter abolishment of any record or of any evidence that the canvas was ever tamed by the human element which brings sin. It doesn't matter that you were born in a Christian family, otherwise the scriptures should have included that clause. 
No matter who you are or how well taught or raised you have been, sin will visit. Otherwise, you will never encounter redemption. Mind this, sin is not to be sought. It's coming in the inevitability of your humanity and the nature of a man not born united with his theophany. Every blemish is not there so that you live your life internalizing scars, but rather that you should bask in the freedom of knowing once under the blood it's over. Greater than over, it's forgiven, forgotten, forever. So don't flinch at the question of what once was. In the end, all without exception who come into Christ are joyous prisoners to that song, I am just a sinner, saved by grace. That is the whole journey of the Christian experience. It is for a man to be able to look at another man who is wallowing in his worst situation and not be able to pompous himself up above that man. But it is to be able to have a contriteness within you that is able to reflect and say, Hey, I know who I could have been had mercy not stepped in. I know who I once was until mercy stepped in. I know what I was capable of doing had Calvary not stepped in. So when we begin to observe our fellow brother, our fellow sister, our fellow sinner in that state, we begin to understand Calvary's purpose. And when we begin to understand Calvary's purpose in that manner, something within us will trigger an attitude to say, hey, let me speak about Jesus to this person. Let me speak about Calvary to this person. Why? Because we understand the purpose upon which our Savior was spread across that tree. Since that time, that's been God's only place of fellowship to meet with man. Before there, he met him in the Garden of Eden. No blood had to be necessary. But since that time, his decision was to meet man back redeemed by blood. It's been the only place that fellowship could be observed by God. It's the only place that God can meet a sinner and we're all sinners by nature. It takes the blood sacrifice to bring us back into fellowship with Christ again. No other way 